And welcome to Workers' Power for Triple Z, and uh, the time is 10.03am. Now, today on the show, we've I've got plenty of workers' actions uh, uh, lined up, but I've also got a uh, special guest. Um, I'm going to uh, play a track soon, and uh, I'll... Uh, I'll give uh, Sam from War a call, and uh, and we'll we'll uh, have a bit of a chat to, uh, about uh, um, uh, you know what's going on in America and how that translates to he- uh, here in a, in Australia, and uh, and um, also talk about a, a protest uh, um, on Saturday here in Brisbane, so or or uh, Mianjin. Um, Right, and also, of course, I, I, there's not going to be spent that much time spent on Scallywag of the Week. We're just going to not name them, name them, and then move on. But it's a, a very, very, uh, I think you'll all, all agree with us that uh, a very deserved winner of the Scallywag of the Week. Right, um, first off, as always uh, here on the show, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land from which we broadcast. The Yagara and Turrbal uh, people, this land was stolen, never ceded. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. We stand in solidarity with First Nations people in their struggles for recognition, reparation and land rights. Uh, fuck the police. Righto, um, we're about to move on with the show. Uh, now, I've, uh, I've got uh, uh, Sam Watson Jr. on the line and... Uh, uh, are you there, Sam? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. We've got you. Uh, we've got you there. And uh, um, hello, comrade. Welcome to Workers Power. Thanks, comrades. Great to be here. No worries. Can you just start out for those that don't know? Can you can you tell us a, a bit about the about yourself and the the various hats that you wear? Yeah. Sure. Um, first off, I just want to uh, start by acknowledging that. Um, you know, where we're speaking on stolen land uh, in Brisbane. It's the land of the the Yagara, uh, Turrbal, Yugarupu, uh people, uh, and this land was never ceded. And wherever people are listening to 4 Z today, uh, in Australia or abroad, um, you know, they're on stolen land, uh, and that needs to be acknowledged. So uh, I'm... Uh, Wanjirabara and Birigaba person. Uh, I've I've been going to protest uh, pretty much my whole life. Um, you know, with family, uh, with my grandfather, uh, with my dad, and my uncles and aunties. Um, and yeah, a few years ago, I started uh, organising with rallies uh, with warriors of the Aboriginal resistance. Um, and socialist alternative. Uh, so yeah, I've been I've been organising and campaigning around black deaths in custody uh, for a few years now. I also jumped in on uh, you know some campaigns for environmental justice uh, and uh, refugee rights uh, and you know anti racism rallies. Um, yeah, and what else can I say? I'm I'm an Aboriginal socialist unionist. Um, who, yeah, you know, just want to see the world change. Now, you mentioned Black Death King custody, and uh, it's it's nothing new, and we can even get that because you've been, um, you know, campaigning uh, for it. Uh, can you give us a bit of detail, um, you know, from your perspective of what, what uh, First Nation uh, workers face when they're dealing with the cops? Yeah, so... Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have been, you know, brutalised by the cops and by the state uh, ever since invasion in the 1700s. Um, And the only way that we've ever, uh, you know, been able to survive is by fighting back. Uh, We we had massive uh, campaigns and rallies and marches... uh, during the Black Power movement in uh, the 1960s and 70s. Um, and in the 1980s, there was a Royal Commission into Black Deaths in Custody. Um, that that Royal Commission uh, released their final report on the 
uh, they, they, they released their final report in, in 1997 um, and made dozens of recommendations that were more or less ignored by the government. Uh, and since that Royal Commission has come out uh, in 97, there have been over 400, over 400 Aboriginal deaths in custody at the hands of the police and, you know, prison screws and the state. Um, and, yeah, like, the recommendations from the Royal Commission have, have just been ignored. Uh, our people have been ignored um, and yeah, it, it's it's something that you know we're we're still fighting against today. Right on, and yeah, yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, yeah, there was a a, um, a meme from uh, Jenny Leong, who's a New South Wales uh, Greens MP, talking about uh, you know they be uh, the quote is all those living in Australia horrified by uh, police murdering black people in the US. Be horrified, but also be horrified about the fact that more than 400 Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have died in custody since the 1991 Royal Commission into deaths in custody. It's uh, so, you know, re- really nothing much has changed, you know, uh, uh, from, from my sp- perspective anyhow. Now, um, where am I? The run? Um, now, uh, in, in the absence of video footage... The public, you know, i.e. Joe public, is so accustomed to viewing the police as protectors and Aboriginal people as as the demonised other. And and they demand more evidence to to believe, you know, black accounts of violence. How how can we change this attitude? Or or is that a bit too deep for us, Sam? I think that that attitude can be changed. I think it can be changed through solidarity. Um, You know... When working class people see, uh, you know, Aboriginal people standing up and fighting back against the state, you know, it reverberates with them because, you know, the police are the ones who break up strikes. The police are the ones who, uh, you know, arrest organisers. Police are the ones who, you know, get the scabs onto the job site. Uh, You know, so like working class people who've experienced these struggles uh, can immediately, um, you know, uh, empathise with Aboriginal people and black people fighting back against the police because the police are, you know, dishing out racist violence and murdering people. Um, But I think workers can also appreciate that the state will never give them justice because they've had their pays cut, they've had their leave cut, uh, they've had their conditions just eroded uh, and, you know, no no government body, no, uh, you know, police uh, mechanism has, you know, ever been able to give them justice. The only time they've got justice is when they've fought for it. Uh, so yeah, I think I think that that's the way that we can break down, uh, you know, the things that the government teaches us about why you know white workers and Aboriginal workers are divided. Um, yeah, I think solidarity is the way. Definitely, you know, it's, uh, solidarity is uh, one of our favourite words here on the workers' power for sure. Now. And now, um, moving on a little bit, it may seem that we are seeing a bit of an attitude shift in America uh, with large process over the last few days. Um, What's your take on on the situation in America and uh, uh, can we draw similarities um, for the struggle here? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, all over the world we're seeing uh, crises converge. You know, we have COVID-19, which has uh, overwhelmingly and disproportionately affected uh, working-class people the world over. Uh, We're also seeing an economic crisis that the the ruling class and the capitalists uh, want working-class people to pay for. Um, We're we're seeing uh, a climate crisis that has been brought on by, you know, 
fossil fuel empires, uh, you know, ripping up uh, the earth and burning fossil fuels. Uh, and now we're, we're seeing, uh, you know, the violence of the police. And I think all of these things have just converged and everyone is ready to fight because our, our future is on the line. Uh, and our our lives are on the line, um, and I think all all of those things coming together, like I think the murder of uh, George Floyd was a lit match to the fuel that has been building up over decades and centuries of you know exploitation and oppression and police repression and you know ruling class oligarchy uh, and ordinary people, workers, uh, you know, black people, indigenous people are just sick of it and we're ready to fight back. That's right. And uh, we here at Workers' Power, we, we, we say that uh, our First Nation workers' struggle is all workers' struggle. Um, an injury to one is an injury to all, the uh, Wobblies love to say. Um, and uh, so how can uh, uh, comrades show uh, solidarity? Um, first off, I'll, I'll just ask you, in, in, a, in a, a practical measure, what if I was to uh, be walking along the street and I, I, I see one of my comrades being hassled by the cops? Have you got any advice for, 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 for what I can do to, to help out? Yeah, well, this week I've, I've uh, said it so many times. We have our strength in numbers. You know, uh, one of my favourite songs is, uh, you know, Solidarity Forever. Uh, and I think that in that song, there's a line, you know, what, what force on earth is weaker than the feeble strength of one? You know, as the working class, our strength is in, you know... Our numbers, where the majority of people, um, you know, we, we are the majority of society. Uh, so, you know, you definitely, you know, when you see something wrong, uh, you've got to go and support those people. I think, particularly when, particularly when they're interacting with the police, I think when when you do interact with the police, you've got to be vigilant that the police are not there to protect us. The police are there to repress us. Uh, and they will use any number of things in their, um, you know, ideological arsenal to do that. So filming the police is really important. Knowing your rights, knowing what questions to ask, like, am I being detained? Am I being arrested? Can I leave? Are all really important. And if you're well within your rights to be where you are and be doing what you're doing, you can say, you know, you have no right to be stopping me here. You have no right to be telling me to move on. You have no right to be harassing me. And you have no right to keep questioning me. I don't need to answer your questions. Um, you know, and again, just, just strengthen numbers. Like, I've been organizing uh, with the Refugee Solidarity uh, Group that's been organizing exercise protests around the Kangaroo Point Hotel. And on Friday, you know, we, we had kind of gained some experience from the previous protest. And when the police started telling us to move, we said, no, we're social distancing, we're safe, we have a right to be here, uh, we're not gonna move stop telling us to move and they didn't know what to do like they just kind of walked around uh you know with their fingers where the sun don't shine just you know shocked and powerless um and yeah that that's because we had the numbers and because we knew our rights that's right. You, you reminded me of a picket line I was on once, and we had a lawyer w w there with the union lawyer with us. And the cops would say something, we go to the lawyer, and, and the lawyer, no, that's not right. And we go back to the, 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 the cops ended up being, uh, you know, uh, quite old. They didn't know what to do with um, 
with the with the knowledge that we had and uh they were used to uh trundling out the same old crap that they give to everyone and uh everyone just takes it for gospel but uh not anymore um yeah cops will do anything just to um you know get you in the back of the paddy wagon and uh um yeah right uh, yeah um, absolutely yeah uh, so now one thing that's really sparked my interest, and I, I've even um, I've, I've even had comrades uh, uh, through through uh, my my work and and, and other areas, uh, talking about the um, protest on Saturday. You know, they 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 see me as a bit of an organizer in this, and uh, you know, in 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 in, uh, st- in the struggle. So uh, we're already organizing a nice safe space to to meet up in that. But uh, can you can you give us a, a details about the uh, protest on? on Saturday, say the location, time and speakers? Sure. Uh, so there's, there's been a few events go up on Facebook uh, and they're, like people are angry and people want to fight and they can see what's happening in the USA uh, and they you know want to show solidarity uh, by taking to the streets because they can see that it's having an, an impact. Um, at the moment, most groups who have put up events are joining Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance at 1pm in King George Square on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, it's, I, think it's, I think it's so so inspiring that there are so many contingents who are, you know, organising to meet in one place and then come and stand alongside Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Uh, like, it, it, it makes my heart beat with, you know, the, the I, I don't know how to describe it, it's just, Incredible. Um, so, yeah, 1pm, uh, King George Square uh, on Saturday. Uh, yeah, and, and that Facebook event is on Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance uh, Facebook page. All right, and, and we'll, we'll share that. And, um, we'll share that post on our Facebook page. But I just wanted to uh, just mention, uh, to fill your heart with a, even more solidarity pride is... Uh, um, a couple of like I've had a lot of messages about Saturday already, but at least two of them are people that don't they don't regularly go to protest. They, they're not they're not someone who come there at every climate rally and they, they're no they, these are people who who are you know um, rank and file or who just go about their normal business um, and uh, yeah they they've had enough and and they really want to show some solidarity. So I thought you might like that you know the. First time out, uh, outers. So it's 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 encouraging to hear, isn't it, Sam? Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, one group that I've actually been in contact with are a group of uh, young uh, students and young workers who have never been to a protest before, um, who are just uh, so keen to get out, and they've thrown up an event, um, and you know they're they're all young Middle Eastern workers and students and uh african young people um and it's it's just incredible to see you know so many people ready to go out and fight yeah right i've also got here um this is a couple of good questions just just to round it off what 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 should we bring and what should we not bring on saturday Sure, thank you um, for reminding me. Uh, COVID-19 is uh, still a risk and uh, it, it will definitely uh, affect the working class uh, more than the ruling class, uh, more than the police. Um, so it's super important that we're vigilant about uh, hygiene safety. So I urge everyone to bring a face mask and bring hand sanitizer. Uh, you know, bring your own water bottle. Uh, you know, maintain social distancing. Uh, you know, two meters apart from other people at the rally and um, on any marches. Um, and anyone who's feeling sick uh, definitely needs to stay at home. Uh, this weekend, uh, you know, we, we don't want uh, anyone, um, you know, who's not feeling well 
coming to the rally and possibly uh, spreading any uh, infection. Um, with that said, the the rally will be uh, like lots of people will be live streaming at the rally. So if you can't make it to the rally because you're uh, not feeling well or you're at high risk of, uh, you know, um, illness and infection, uh, like if you're elderly or you have a chronic uh, condition, um, stay at home. Stay on the face uh, the Facebook page of Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance. Uh, share those live streams. Share the posts that we put out. Share the images, and and in that way, uh, you know you can support what we're doing. Yeah, right on. I'm 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 looking forward to it, and it's um yeah yeah. I I'm happy to see lots and lots of um, you know comrades out there showing solidarity. Um, yeah, and uh, be 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 a, be a nice big day, and uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Hopefully, we, you, now you're one of the speakers there on the day, are you? I'm looking. F- is that right, Sam? Uh, it's it's uh, kind of snuck up on us. Um, so we haven't organised speakers no. yet. We've been trying to you know make sure that it's a safe rally. Um, but we're having a meeting tomorrow and. I'm sure that speakers will be announced on the Facebook event. No worries, that sounds good. Uh, if if comrades do want to hear me speak about uh, black deaths in custody uh, and the uprisings in the US, I'm speaking on a online panel tonight. Uh, it's at 6pm uh, and it's on Socialist Alternative Brisbane's uh, Facebook page. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's tonight. I was I was going to ask you, ask you about that as well. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll try and share that on our um, uh, Workers Power uh, Facebook page so everyone can. Uh, um, yeah, I want to hear more. You've spoken very very well today, and uh, uh, I think uh, listeners have have got a um, uh, a good introduction. Into uh, what what's uh, what's going on and how that can relate here in Mianjin, and I encourage all workers uh, to get out in solidarity on Saturday if they can. Um, Thank you so much for coming on on the show today, Sam. Thank you, comrade. No worries, and uh, uh, that was one of the best interviews I think I've been a part of. So uh, thank you very much to Sam. And uh, I look, uh, uh, like I said, uh, we will um, share details of of that um, with uh, with you on uh, on Facebook, and uh, you can uh, find out a little bit more about that. And uh, I'll see you there on Saturday. Right, uh, on to uh, some workers' action now, and. Uh, um, first off, uh, we've got uh, here that uh, it's uh, International Hall Days today. So um, June the 2nd is um, international... Uh, on June 2nd, we celebrate the birth of the contemporary international sex workers' rights movement. Um, please join um, the uh, hashtag IWD20challenge... Uh, so that um, the voices will be heard um, and, and you can show solidarity by taking a photo or creating a meme of yourself for a, for a worldwide uh, campaign. And, um, yeah, we'll, we will share that uh, later today on our Facebook page. Uh, great work by the uh, Respect crew. Um, I, I, they would have organised a rally today, but, uh, of course, uh, they're doing an online rally, so... They had an excellent rally this time last year um, in between Wickham and Ann Street. It was uh, well attended. So, uh, um, yeah, we stand in solidarity with uh, sex workers uh, uh, here in Mianjin and all around the world. Uh, right, on to our next story. Oh, yeah, I just um, wanted to mention something from the Media and Entertainment and Arts Alliance. Uh, which is the Trade Union and Professional Association for Journalists in Australia. Now, they're um, strongly uh, protesting the attacks on journalists that have taken place across the United States in in the last few days. 
More than 60 assaults on journalists have been documented during protests on Friday uh, and Saturday. Disturbingly, many of these instances appear to be at the hands of law enforcement officers. In at least two cases, those incidents involved Australian media personnel carrying out their duties. Yeah, not good, you know, just doing your job and... uh yeah, being targeted by uh, law enforcement officers. Um, yeah, not good. So uh, get in there. Um, uh, there's uh, a lot of good action on the Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance uh, Facebook page. Uh, um, so get out there, get in there and uh, check it out and see what they're up to. Uh, they've got a, um, a letter they've sent off to uh, the US ambassador and, and campaigning in that regard. So... Uh, check it out of uh, workers standing up and, and, and fighting back. And uh, we're moving on to uh, workers' uh, action from the United Workers' Union. And uh, at the beginning of this year, the Republic Bar and Cafe was sold to new owners who had decided that they were not going to keep any of the staff after the changeover. The majority of the staff were casuals and were not legally entitled to any sort of redundancy for their loyal years of service. Together, the casuals came together in their union to demand a fair share. And they're pleased to announce that they have won redundancy packages for every casual worker, equating to one week worth of wages for every year of service. Right, pays to be union, comrades. Right now, well, also with United Workers Union, um, they've got a billion-dollar company, uh, ASCO, has sacked 155 workers across the country. Many workers have given 30-plus years of their lives to help ASCO build massive profits. Now, in this time of crisis, the second biggest laundry service in Australia is choosing to simply discard loyal workers with minimal notice given. The United Workers' Union and CFMEU VICTAS members will be disputing the redundancies in the Fair Work Commission this week. Tell ALSCO Australia what you think of this shameful behaviour by leaving a comment on their Facebook page. Yeah, go and go and let them know that uh, you think they're a pack of grubs. Um, <laughs> yes, it's 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 not. There are a few businesses, unscrupulous businesses around that are using the current crisis um, to, um, you know, basically, you know, cut cut workers' hours, cut workers' jobs, cut workers' income. And uh, here at Workers Power, we won't stand for it, and we'll we'll be uh, letting you know. Um, everything, not every, all the details that we can, and uh, how you can stand up and fight back in solidarity. I'm I'm going to move into um, into uh, McDonald's uh, um, and retail and fast food workers union, and um, I'll just. Uh, I'll get on to that now. The bosses and their minions are mobilising in the, in the war on workers. This is no time to break bread with them. We must be preparing for battle. Really, what this is targeting is the billions of dollars in penalty rates that RAFU have returned to workers in retail and fast food. There's no real point in having much of a discussion with the government on this front. We just need to sharpen our pitchforks and prepare for the fight ahead, Josh Cullinan argued. The issues employers complained about only affected the retail and fast food sector and the construction sector where RAFU and the Construction Forestry, Maritime Mining and Energy Union were opposing agreements that ripped off workers or enforcing the award minimum. You just don't have this debate in other sector because they're Boot is against the wages that are 25, 30 or 80% higher than the award. Now, this is all in um, retaliation to uh, the uh, Liberal government announcing that they would have a new accord. Now, 
We didn't do, as workers, we didn't do, well, do too well out of the last accord, um, and that was with the Labor government. Well, we don't hold too much uh, optimism for uh, what a new accord could entail uh, with the Liberal government in, 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 uh, in our power. Make no mistake... RAFU have returned $1 billion per annum to retail and fast food workers in the past three years and a big business, the Liberal Party, SDA, the Labor Party and even ACTU wants to take every cent back. Overturning IRA, Industrial Relations Benefits, um, by returning their anti-worker business model which funds ALP and ACTU coffers with millions by the STA. They do deals which cut penalty rates and other rights with big business recruiting workers to the STA in return. Overturning IR also returns $1 billion or more to the profits of West Farmers, Woolworths, Coles and McDonald's straight from the pockets of the lowest paid. Not on our watch. This is going to take a mighty fight, but fight we must, because if we don't fight, we will most surely lose. I'm pretty sure I'm joined now by Jason. Are you there, Jason? Yeah, good morning. We got you in the old style, and uh, thanks, for, thanks for coming on, and, uh, and, well, thanks for being part of the Workers' Power team. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. And uh, now, for those that don't know, um, you're also a RAFU member and McDonald's worker. Now, we were talking uh, before the break. I was talking a little bit about in regards to um, the government wanting to uh, do do the new accord and 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 and, and the like. Now, our claims within RAFU is uh, it, it, it basically they want to take take back the penalty rates that we've won. Can you can you let us know as a McDonald's worker how important are, now that you've got got them through uh, through struggle how important are those uh, penalty rates for you? Oh, they've they've been incredibly important. You know, they've been well, it's been yeah, basically decades since we last had them. So yeah, it's been great to finally able to win them back, just for them to be you know pulled out from under the rug again. Well, yeah, that's, you know, like if, if this uh, government uh, has their way. But d- d- now, did you like uh, our secretary's uh, line? Um, where, where is it up here? Sharpening the pitchforks? Is, is, that what you, is that what you're up to? Yeah, it's, I love that line. Yeah, I do too. And, uh, yeah, yes, um, and we're, we're preparing for the fight ahead and... Uh, we, we, you know, um, for McDonald's workers, Coles workers all around. Now, um, also, now here, here's a here's a bit of a story that we had that, that that's also McDonald's, and McDonald's has refused to implement COVID nineteen effective hand sign sanitizer because you know we we say they don't care about workers or customers. It's all about profit. Now, uh, last week finally did McDonald's. Oh. No, get this. McDonald's had effective hand sanitizers, but staff have to buy it. Now, can you let me know, have you got hand sanitizer available for staff there at your store yet? Not effective, no. Ah, they just, you know, we, 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 you know, like, they just never learn. And there, there was a big outbreak of McDonald's store uh, down in uh, uh, Melbourne. Do you know any a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, there was a couple of stores. Um, there was the first store originally, and then a delivery driver spread it to the others. Yeah, it was, uh, and you uh, you deal with those delivery di- drivers, don't you? They in your role. Yeah. So if that was to happen up here, you 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 would be you know very very concerned, yeah. Incredibly, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd be the first point of contact for them. And then now you have to buy your own hand sanitizer. What? A, that, that's just shameful, isn't it? Incredibly so. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh the, so you've got to pay into a fund. So oh, you've got to donate to Ronald McDonald's charity house to get yep. the hand sanitizer. Oh my God! I, I should have read more before I asked you. That that's just shameful. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's just brutal profiteering at the expense of workers' safety, you know? like uh, uh, The appearance of looking good over actually doing doing the job properly. Now, the the next bit that, that um, I'll ask you a little bit about, have, and if they've implemented that at your workplace yet, it, it, there's talk of doing temperature scans. Has that uh, happened at your pl- workplace at all? It hasn't happened at our store yet, but I'm waiting for it. So, yeah, the chains are rolling out temperature checks with infrared thermometers, which have become common in some countries, but have raised union concerns, i.e. us, about safe staff privacy and the test effectiveness. Um, That's, you know, like... uh, uh, So is your your manager, um, your store manager, have they got a, a PhD in medicine? No, they don't. No, they... Maybe maybe a, a nurse, a registered nurse. No, that would be a negative. What about even an assistant in nursing? Nope. So these medical checks will be administered by people with no <laughs> medical training at all. Exactly. exactly. Completely untrained. Right. Oh, yes. Yes, it's... Um, yeah, it's it's a thermometer. You know, even even the old rectal thermometers or the ones that you put under your arm, it's just a guide to say. Um, it's just a trigger to say, mm, you might be hot, you might be have a fever. Go to the doctors. That's that's all it is. That's all they're good for. Uh, wouldn't you agree, Jason? Yeah, and now they're trying to dictate to us whether we can work or not. That's right, and and it could be you know like if 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 one of the um, how could you say this say uh, someone who stands up for their rights happens to just perhaps get thirty eight degrees they're going to be off work that day aren't they that's the uh, that's what's going to happen unfortunately so yes right oh um now I've got there's a story here the wave of uh, I'll rip into this story, and um, this one's uh, more about um, uh, uh, the retail side of things, but uh, um, we'll see how we go. The wave of jewellers, flight attendants and movie theatre ushers who took up second jobs in supermarkets at the height of the coronavirus panic buying has subsided with unions reporting casual workers have had their hours cut. Um, supermarket giant Coles and Woolworths together recruited 32,000 casual workers to keep up with the surging demand as the coronavirus fueled a rush on toilet paper, tin goods and staple grains in March. Many came from other companies that had been forced to stand down staff such as Qantas and Michael Hill Jewelers. The pickup in demand quickly subsided in April. However, as supermarket sales returned almost to normal and retail sales reported the largest ever monthly fall, down almost 20%. In response, long-standing casual supermarket employees say their hours have been cut to make way for new employees while some new casuals have said they are not getting the same shifts they were earlier in the year. Josh Cullinan, Secretary of the Activist Retail and Fast Food Workers Union. See how they called us activists? That was, I left that quote in there from a, um, from a, a, a particular rag. Um, yeah, it said some of his members were long-term casuals at supermarkets and had seen sharp reductions in their hours. We have members who were working, were regularly working 12 to 20 hours a week who have no shifts and other workers who were doing three or four shifts and now they're down to one. It's a crude cash grab by the supermarkets increasing workload when more staff is what's needed. Bonuses tied to wage savings drive, drives this behaviour. Call rights for safe workloads and job security is part of RAFU's claims at Coles and all workplaces. Now, um, 
Yeah, now that's retail, um, Jason. But and and you're you're, you're in uh, fast food. Have you uh, seen any reduction in your extra hours at all over the last couple of months? Um, no, I haven't. But I've been on the minimum anyway. You, you're, yeah, you're on the minimum. Yeah. So, uh, have you been hearing that in in in, in the fast food workers where um, permanents are, are not getting as many uh, extra shifts as before? Or? Or is that just in the retail sector? I have heard it from a few stores that, it, that it's happened. Yeah, and uh, it, it doesn't help that it's this time of the year. Now, I was a Coles worker, and, and this time of the year, they used to always cut hours so that they meet their um, annual budgets. And like, do you, do you have any of that uh, problems in, in fast food? Well, oh, it's rampant. Oh, we, yeah, you get to the end it of financial year. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's not just... Uh, Retail and and the like. It's uh, there's a lot of um, other other places that uh, that, that have it, uh, and um, so yeah. Um, look, uh, we might go to a break, um, and I've just uh, had some feedback where there's a, a, a truck driver in uh, in Brisbane and surrounds. There are. Several sites around Brisbane that are doing these checks before they, uh, before they will let you um, will let let you go. Um, uh, I, I, I to that uh, listener, I'll just grab their name. Did they leave their name? Um, it's a Tim. G'day, Tim. Thanks for thanks for your feedback. We'd love for you. Oh, I'd love for you to become a subscriber. Um, but uh, on this instance, we thought we'd uh, talk about it and. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so so Tim's a truck driver, and uh, he's got bosses uh, giving him uh, um, checks that really they they don't add up. They're just a a, a tool um, to let you know that it's time to go to the doctors. Not not that it's time to um, go to work. So uh, not 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 to have the day off. Well, maybe have the day off, but you should be going straight to the doctor if you're running a fever and um, if it's a calibrated uh, instrument that is used by someone who at least Certificate 3, Certificate 4, assistant in nursing doing it, or otherwise it's, 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 it's a waste of time. It's a waste of workers' time. It's a waste of bosses' time. Um, so, yeah, uh, um, sort it out and... Um, and uh, so I'm getting messages everywhere that it happens in federal um, public service as well. Well, it's I think uh, if you're a public servant and you're getting the or a truck driver or a retail worker or a fast food worker, and you're you're getting these um, these uh, uh, tests done, I would I'd recommend you get in contact with your union um, because they're just not on. It's just not on. Right, oh, Jason, um, you're still there with me. Yep. Always, and uh, so we'll, we'll we'll take a break now, and uh, we'll come back and and we'll um, we'll have a little bit of a. a uh, well, I'm chatting about um, uh, the uh, uh, fight for fifteen campaign over uh, in uh, America. Have you heard much about that? That is a fantastic campaign. It, it really is, and, um, you know, it uh, highlights the problems that, that we've got um, going on over there. Um, and, and it's a great campaign um, uh, that where they're fighting for 15, where, uh, which is, you know, in some states, you know, you can be paid as, uh, as less than $10 an hour um, as an adult. Shameful. Um, very shameful. Very, very, very. You know how would you? They, they see. They have the tips over there. How would you be going for tips, Jason? You, you, oh, it'd, it'd be a hard job. I've got a tip. Be good to your mum and uh, and pay your work as well. That's a great tip, isn't it? That's excellent. <laughs> now, Jason, just just one more thing uh, I wanted to have a chat with you about, and uh, and then we'll move on to international workers' action. There's something exciting happening as we speak, isn't there, Jason? There sure is. Can you uh, can you let the viewers know uh, what's 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 happening at the moment that has got you and me very excited, waiting in bated breath? So today, the Tantex stores are in court. 
All right, and they're, for those, that, uh, they're a McDonald's franchisee that uh, operate here in the city, and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, um, our, our our comrade uh, Kiara is yep. Uh, yeah, uh, and and what what is it in rela- what was it in relation to? Do you do you, re- you remember the struggle, don't you, and the protests sort that we had? The owners were telling the crew that they couldn't. Um take sick days off they couldn't have drinks on shift if they didn't if they wanted 10 minute breaks and so the union is standing up and fighting back in the supreme court as we speak and that'd be in right about now actually yeah 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 so uh i'll be tuning into the six o'clock news how about yourself jason waiting with bated breath yes yes all right, well, 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 we're going to move on to international. We, we, we'll, um, we'll let you go and, and get on with your day and, and the like. Uh, um, we, we will um, thank you for, for uh, you know, the um, input of, of what a work, what it's, uh, um, the input from on the coalface, um, you know, what it's like actually in the workplace and uh, what's going on there. So thank you, Carmel, thank you for coming on and using the technology. But uh, next time, um, hopefully uh, with uh, the new normal coming, um, next time you'll hear Jason and he'll be live in the studio. Looking forward to it and thanks for having me on. No worries. Thank you for coming on, Jason. Too easy. Have a good morning. You too. All right. Now now that it's us, uh, I'm going to uh, move on now to... um, a, a very, very uh, uh, exciting article that um, I found. Uh, it was uh, uh, so. This was last Wednesday. I found this, and I got all excited. And I thought, "All right, let's let's focus in on retail and fast food workers." Um, and um, it's an article from uh, that was shared with me from a, 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 a thing called the Cut. Um, yeah, it's thecut.com. Very, very good uh, article that we found here. Now, what it's got is uh, the article is is um, is headlined. Uh, uh, where's that headline? Every food and delivery strike happening over coronavirus. Now, this is a U.S. publication, but uh, I just thought I'd go through it and uh, and highlight. Uh, you, you can go and get more detail. I'm just going to by going to thecut.com. But uh, you can... I'll just go through a few snippets. Uh, uh, McDonald's, uh, 22 workers at a McDonald's on Telegraph Avenue in Oakland did not go to work on uh, Tuesday, May 26th, uh, striking to demand a two-week paid quarantine period, company-paid medical costs and a deep cleaning of the store, plus proper personal protective equipment. Um, now, uh, so that was uh, in Oakland. Um, strikes have been going on at various McDonald's locations for more than two months. In April, cooks and cashiers at Crenshaw Boulevard McDonald's in LA announced a strike after a, a co-worker tested positive for COVID. In March, McDonald's workers in Tampa walked out of work after being told not to wear masks and gloves in their store because it made customers uncomfortable. Um, Before workers in St. Louis and Memphis similarly walked out when they found out their hours were dramatically cut. McDonald's is offering two weeks of paid sick leave for employees who need to quarantine, but only for those in their corporate franchises. They say they are not able to enforce sick leave policies at their independently owned stores. Shame. All right, so uh, we've got one sort of here. Amazon, Instacart, Whole Foods, Walmart, Target and FedEx. And a Mayday strike. Workers at some of America's largest companies joined in a May 1 strike at Amazon, Instacart, Whole Foods, Walmart, Target and FedEx, timed to International Workers' Day. Uh, The Intercept reported that the demands included compensation for all unpaid time off used since the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis in March. 
uh, hazard pay or sick or paid sick leave to be provided for the duration of the pandemic, uh, PPE and all cleaning supplies to be provided by the company and a demand for full corporate transparency on the number of the cases in facilities. Um, so workers uh, either called out sick or walked out on their lunch breaks. At Amazon, the $2 additional hazard pay for employees is still scheduled to end uh, after the month of May, so that will be ended now, despite stay-at-home orders remaining in several states. And Trader Joe's, uh, a Twitter account associated with unionised Trader Joe workers, posted on April 28, if Trader Joe's workers have organised their locations, Bought on multiple people to join in, we encourage you to join the general strike on May Day. It urged workers at other locations to support their colleagues and customers to boycott Trader Joe's stores on May 1. Amazon. Amazon has seen a rash of strikes around the country. As report, we've reported some of them here on uh, Workers' Power. Um, and on April, April 26, workers at Shakopee, a Minnesota warehouse, ended their shift early in protest after a worker, fire, worker was fired. Yeah, we reported on that um, um, a few weeks ago. All right, so there's Amazon. I'll scroll down and uh, here we go. Another one is um, workers at 30 fast food restaurants across, across California, including McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, Checkers, Starbucks, Subway, Popeyes, El Polo Loco, Waba Grill, Domino's in California and Florida. Um Across walked out, uh, citing a widespread lack of protections against COVID nineteen. They wanted McDonald's and other employers to give exposed workers two weeks of paid sick leave and all workers mask, gloves, soap, and three dollars an hour hazard pay. Uh, cooks and cashiers at L- LA's McDonald's went on strike. A Sunday for a two-week quarantine after finding one of their colleagues had tested positive. All right, into Target slash shipped. Workers announced the first walker at Target's delivery service app shipped on April 7th. They demanded $5 hazard pay per order. 14 days of paid sick leave for all workers, regardless of whether they've received a positive corona test, PPE for all gig workers and a return to a clear commission-based pay model. That's for shipped. Uh, That's an app that's over there. Domino's Pizzas. Inspired by striking McDonald's workers on April 5th, a worker at a Domino's Pizza, also on Crenshaw Boulevard, walked out to protest conditions at his store after a co-worker tested positive for coronavirus. And there's a, another f- a couple of others. Family Dollar, Food Line and Walmart. On March 27th, fast food workers at McDonald's in North Carolina were joined by employees from Family Dollar, Food Line and Walmart in a digital strike after the state issued its stay-at-home order for workers at non-essential businesses. Whole Foods, workers in a group called the Whole Foods National Organising Committee at Whole Foods, which is owned by Amazon, announced a strike for Tuesday, March 30th, in protest of their own working condition. According to an email from Whole Foods CEO John Mackay, that leaked on March 13, Whole Food workers were previously offered unlimited unpaid sick leave during the month of March and encouraged to donate their paid time off to co-workers with sick family members. All right, Instacart. A group of shoppers for the grocery app Instacart announced a strike for Monday, March 30. Um, If the company did not meet demands included hazard pay, um, free hand sanitizer, uh, wipes and PPEs and the like... All right, I'm still going here, comrades. There's there's some great... um, Oh, this is the last one here. Um, Purdue, a few dozen poultry plant workers at Purdue in Georgia walked out on March 23rd to demand the company sanitise the factory, which they said was not being cleaned properly. Uh, that one's a bit more in um, the uh, United Workers, uh, similar to the United Workers uh, 
um, cluster that happened in a oh, no, down down south. So um, yeah, that just gives you a bit of an idea on uh, on on uh, you know uh, workers in um, uh, America. Some of them paid less than ten dollars an hour. Are organising. You can, as I mentioned before, it's a really good article. I I, I recommend you have a look through it, comrades. It's uh, um, titled "Every Food and Delivery Strike Happening Over Coronavirus" in thecut.com. Um, so yes, uh, it's, it's it's great to hear of uh, lots of action uh, going on over there, and um, yes, it's uh, it's sure is a brewing over there, and. Uh, um, it's it's exciting to see uh, people on the streets trying to uh, stand up and fight back um, for for a you know a, a, a society that uh, that um, they can believe in and uh, and that looks after uh, workers one and all. And um, we could just got one more little article that I'm going to uh, mention before we get on to the scallywag of the week. Um, and it's a it's a good solidarity um, exercise by uh, Unite Union over in uh, in in New Zealand, and um, and so uh, um, yeah, we, th- this was posted uh, last Monday, I think it was. But uh, I think it's a great solidarity show. So uh, the heading is: All those without jobs deserve decent income support. Um, last week's announcement of an income relief payment goes in the right direction but leaves behind those that most need help right now. Unite Union welcomes extra support for some redundant workers. Hundreds of our members will be better off but hundreds more will still be facing desperate times, says Jared Hahir. National Secretary of Unite Union. The scheme announced today is more generous than current benefit levels, doesn't penalise workers whose partner is still working and won't impact student allowances and other income sources. These are all very good moves and long overdue, but why do those without jobs after 1st of March get this support while those without jobs before then get half as much? are effectively taxed at 70 cents in the dollar if they earn more and get nothing if their partner is working. Please explain. If you were unemployed before 1st of March, your chances of getting a new job have plummeted along with everyone who lost their job after 1st of March. If you are too sick to work, apparently you only need half the income of someone who recently lost their job. Um, Yes, so uh, yeah, good on them. Yeah, you're not union for standing up for, for for workers. Um, you know, like uh, um, who have lost lost their uh, their jobs. Um, you, you know, an injury to one is an injury to all. Um, and uh, also, and why do thousands of migrant workers who are stuck in New Zealand, who have lost or will shortly lose their jobs, still being forced to ask for handouts to live? Many have been here for years and were applauded as essential workers during lockdown, but now they are literally told to go and beg for food to stay alive. Ah, you know that's uh, it's a different uh, a different environment over there, uh, comrades. So I encourage you to um, uh, you know go have a look at Unite, uh, their, some of their stuff and and the like, and uh, uh, they're a great union. Um, there's some some good stuff happening over there. Uh, I always say, why why doesn't my prime minister look like theirs? Uh, they've got a, a prime minister that, uh, well, you know, is is better than ours. We can put it put it like that. Right. Oh well, I better shift straight on to uh, the scallywag of the week. I'm going to be short and sweet. Um, it, it's a very a deserving. Um, Scallywag, and it's all, all it's going to be known as is the cop who killed George Floyd. That's it. I'm not going to name them. Um, uh, I think we remember George Floyd's name uh, rather than, than anyone else associated. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's Scallywag. We've all seen the vision. Um, we all... Uh, 
Yes, we, we've all seen it, and um, we can uh, we can make judgments for ourselves, and uh, we can pretty much know that uh, that was undue force. Uh, that, uh, that this scallywag should uh, uh, be charged, locked up, um, and the key thrown away. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's our scallywag of the week. Uh, um, yeah, like I said, we're not going to name them, so. Um, so yes, and uh, um, and another good show, and another yet another workers' power um, show. Now next week, um, I'm, we're hoping to be uh, joined uh, in the studio by um, uh, some others, um, someone else from the workers' power team. So uh, you, you, we've made it. We've made it through the long haul of just you and me um, presenting workers' power. Um, so uh, very, very exciting times to come. Lots of training, lots of new people to uh, uh, present the Workers' Power um, news. Um, so, yeah, thanks for sticking with us uh, during these strange times. And uh, I've, I, I, I've learnt a lot. Uh, I'm still making mistakes, but uh, uh, that's what community radio is all about. And uh, I'm very proud that, it, that I've stuck with you through this time. It's been quite... Uh, trying um but we've stuck at it and uh yes thank you for being a part of workers power for triple z um stay tuned uh, we've got alexis who's uh, bringing uh, bringing you um brisbane lines and uh we will uh, see you uh, next tuesday <laughs>